Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join 
the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. OMG, I'm sobbing. This announcement was the cutest. Charity is the bachelorette. That was sweet. Wahoo, I am literally crying. I am so happy Charity is our next bachelorette. I cannot wait. Me either. (laughs) Charity's season is about to be it. That's right. (laughs) The people's bachelorette. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I was so hoping it would be Charity. She is the sweetest. That was sweet, thank you. Oh, you guys really are here for the right reasons. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and I just want to say something at the opening of this twibbon. Oops, Peep. Okay. <laughs> you heard me right. <gasps> A new era is upon us. A new era is upon us. We're going to be covering uh, a little bit today. At least we're going to be having some news about why we're saying PP again. So stay tuned for that. But uh, this is this week. Imagine why we're saying PP again. (laughs) That's right. It's big news. Well, it is to me. It is. You know how much I love saying Some people pee-pee? are going to care very passionately about it. I loved being able to sing my little pee-pee songs. I loved it, okay? <laughs> and then Pilot Peter yeah. Weber requested in an interview with us that we not use it anymore, and we obliged yeah. that. But there's a new... You didn't like the nickname. Uh, Pilot Pete coming into this next season. And we're not going to cover uh-huh. him today, but we are now aware of him and it means we can say it again. There is a new pilot. Yeah, there is a new. When pee- we say PP, we're referring pee- to pilot Pete, the other one. Yes. Not Peter Weber. Who not is Popeye. Not Peter Popeye Weber. Uh, all right. So this is Twibbon, as you know. We must. <laughs> we'll just start. Uh, yeah, we must let you know up top that our bad at job mugs are still available right now at GameRoses.co. If you haven't picked one up, pick it up. Give it to someone who's bad at job. Especially if you work on The Bachelor. Um, if you have not yet checked also, out... Also, you know, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a statement piece. It's kind of like, mm. Mm, jobs, capitalism, mm, I don't okay. know. You could go that way. Sure, sure. That's what I was thinking the other time I was drinking it. Send one to uh, whoever represents you in your congressional district if you don't like what they're doing. Um, maybe you'll see one <laughs> on the the Senate floor when they're <laughs> passing bills. You'll just see somebody with a bad at job mug and be like, holy shit, it made it. It's perfect for who's that one who uses the props? Katie Porter. Yes. Katie Porter would definitely use this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our, uh, our book, How to Win the Bachelors, now out in paperback. You can pick that up anywhere that you get books if you want to do so. And uh, now let's get into this, Pace Case. Let's get into This Week in Bachelor Nation with Game Game of Roses. Roses. State of the game. Okay, where do we even begin? Something came out this week that was uh, 
encouraging, infuriating. It was a lot of things to me. When I saw it, I had a lot of psychological reactions, shall we say, to it. <laughs> we are, of course, talking about sweet tweets. Of this course. Week, <laughs> of course, we're talking about a Bachelorette promo. <laughs> of course, we're talking about sweet tweets. Bachelorette sweet tweets promo. So this week, the official Bachelorette Instagram account released this little video. It's a new promo for uh, Charity Lawson's upcoming season. In the video, Charity is sitting in this golden throne, surrounded by roses of all kinds, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw my meme. I enhanced their original uh, rose walls closing in on Charity Lawson using AI. How did you, what did you add to it? Or Check it out. Take away. Check it out. Mm. Look at it. It's on Bachelor. You won't clothes. say. Okay. Well, no, you have to see the image, I think. It's not just about okay. adding or taking away. It's like the whole feeling of it. The whole you know feeling is It's different. my most recent post, I, I believe. It. Oh, you added an aliens. I added in it's a glowing golden light abduction. from above, from heaven above, and I extended oh, the rose walls to become a rose environment. You see. Now so it looks not... like she's in the vagina. Oh, not what I was going for, but I'll take it as a high cl- yeah. compliment. Yeah, that's either I'm seeing an alien, like, space probe coming from above, or maybe that's the clit. Okay. Definitely, Is that what you were thinking? Definitely was not going for anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Just wanted to make it a little more okay. beautiful, a little more inviting, a little less claustrophobic. Hopefully I achieved the goal. Check it out for yourselves. Nonetheless... <laughs> What we are talking about here is this promo that the official Bachelorette Instagram account put out. Uh, it's a short video. It it features Charity Lawson sitting on this golden throne surrounded by roses doing what? She's reading tweets about herself and her upcoming season. And I think we've mm-hmm. seen this from the Bachelor producer playbook Jimmy once Kimmel. before with Clayton Eckerd. If you'll remember on season 26... The way they introed Clayton Eckerd was at the uh, after the final rose of the prior season of Bachelorette, which was Michelle Young's, and they had this man Clayton Eckerd come out, and they forced him to read tweets about himself live on stage, and these tweets were very mean. They were all things like <laughs> "Who cares about this boring piece of shit? I hate this guy." This yeah. type of shit. They made him read that stuff. He sucks. Who wants to watch that season, etc. They were not sweet tweets. They were no. mean. This video of Jerry Lawson's very different. It literally on the screen in text says sweet tweets. I didn't make that up. That's on the fucking promo. And now I'm just going to read the things that she that she read. These are the tweets selected by the producers. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're real. Maybe they're not. We don't know. Can you read them in a sweet way? Um, Maybe. Oh, my God. I'm sobbing. This announcement is the <laughs> cutest. Charity is the bachelorette. Wahoo. I'm literally crying. Charity's the next bachelorette. I cannot wait. Charity's season is about to be it. The people's bachelorette. I was so hoping it would be Charity. She's the sweetest. Then Charity says, directed to camera, you guys really are here for the right reasons. Now, this is... In stark contrast to, you know, forcing Clayton Ecker to come out on stage and basically repeatedly kick himself in the nuts by reading these horrible tweets about how people hated that he was the choice for The Bachelor and what a shitty choice. So I'm left with this question. Is this different? 
by the way, this this reel uh, that you can watch right now on the official Bachelor Instagram has 170k views and 5.1k likes. Um, mm-hmm. Is this different? And if so, is it really different? I mean, on the surface, it clearly is. But is it really different? Or is it just like a lesson learned by producers? Here's or is how it... it's not different. Okay. Did we learn anything about Clayton from him reading the mean tweets? No. Right. Did we read any read did we learn anything about charity from her reading sweet tweets? No. So it's not different in that way. Yes, still very uh surface level, but at least in its tone, the way they're presenting this lead is mm-hmm. oh look, everyone loves her. With Clayton, it was yeah. the exact opposite. No one wants him to be the bachelor. Ha ha ha. Isn't that a funny joke? Like, no, that's that's not how you open a season. So at least here they're doing the right thing on the surface by having positive mm-hmm. uh, social media reaction to Charity's announcement. But I, I'm just like, I'm very skeptical that it's really going to mean any significant change in the way that the season is produced. I think it'll be very similar to a, any of the most recent Bachelorette seasons where their goal is going to be to get her to break down and want to leave the show. I think it'll be like Shellcross. Mm. Just shave down the edges. He's she's a good girl. I mean, this says good girl to me. They're like charity is a sweet yeah. sweet good girl. That's what I'm getting from this. I agree, but even with Shellcross, they they wanted to push him to the point of having some kind of an emotional breakdown and for him that was the you know, revealing to the other players that he did have sex with Gabby Elnicki in the fantasy suites. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that to Charity. Not that specifically, but I think they will get her to the point of, I need to leave the show, I can't take this anymore. For sure, they'll get her there. Hmm. Book my flight home. Yeah, book my flight home, or, you know, taking off of the mic and throwing it on the ground, or whatever. Sobbing on the ground, like sorority squat. Yeah. Or not sorority squat, cry squat. Yep. Um, my question, though, is this, with regard to this specific thing, having these new leads read tweets about themselves mm-hmm. do they always do this the only other one i remember is clayton eckard i know they've done it before okay before that i can't remember i think it's just like hey this is a fun bit that they do on jimmy kimmel they have celebrities read mean tweets let's do the exact same thing everybody likes that yeah but here it's it's these innocuous tweets that probably aren't know. even real it's- I mean, why are we even doing anything on Twitter at this point? What do you mean? I just left. Oh, you're off of Twitter, so you're like... <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Pace case I has thought left we Twitter all agreed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, these might not even be tweets. Who who knows? They might just be comments on an Instagram page or something, but they, they might have written it themselves. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I think is most likely, that these were just written comments by producers. But I don't know. I, I, I'm, you know, we're, we're in Opto 2023, as you say. I am looking forward to this. As season. I say. Yes. You off it? We're halfway through oh, Opto 2023. God. You quitting? Shaw season was hard. It was hard I to know. remain it Opto through that first part of 2023. It's <laughs> hard for me to be Opto about charity season. <laughs> I'm I am Opto for her. I think they will um, protect her in the edit. Oh, I, definitely. I just don't think it's going to be like... I don't think we're going to get like strong play. I, I think I agree with you. They're going to do what they did in Shawcross the season, which is we won't get to know any of these people beyond like what their job is and what kind of hairstyle they have. That will literally be all you know about any of these people. 
And I'm not looking forward to I that. I mean, half we'll get to it later, but we, we have some reels introducing the players and half of the guys, it's just them putting, what do you call this move? Shifting their hair back with a hand. Hair fixing. It's half hair fixings. And what do you get from that? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, they don't, it's very interesting. I'll say this. We, we right now on our Patreon are also covering the ultimatum queer love. The it's Netflix is currently, uh, running uh, reality dating format. And when you watch those, sh- it's a kinetic show also. Same company that does Love is Blind, Perfect Match, uh, a slew of others on Netflix. You're watching it and the format of that show, like the, the structure of the game of it is like, <laughs> there, it needs some work. There's a yeah. lot to be desired. It can get very boring in the construction. But the way they present the players you fucking get to know all of them very well. You get to know their senses of humor, how they are in relationships, all this kind of stuff. You yes. really get a, a a strong dose of their personalities, and that's what makes those shows so much better. These are like real. I can't recommend stars. Queer Ultimatum more. Yeah, it's so it's good. Great. It's great, and we're gonna get to um, talking about some of their gains here in just a second in the next segment. Um, but all that said. I, I, I want to bring the focus back to this charity loss and promo. It, it's almost as if they don't give a fuck about Clayton Eckerd. Like, what does Clayton Eckerd think when he sees that promo? I think it's just, you know, he's already had the death by a thousand cuts from them. It's just right. one more. Yeah, he's immune I'm hoping to he's not, yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't specifically meant to target him and be like look fuck you ha 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 we'll yeah. have her read nice tweets i know they weren't doing that purposefully but it's almost just through uh kind of ignorance that they throw that out there and this is another uh reason that i think you know we talk a lot about this they don't protect their leads they don't uphold them in a way that makes them kind of like the heroes and the stars of the franchise this is just mm-hmm. like this kind of to them it might be minor or they may not even be aware of it they are shitting on clayton eckard by doing this a lead that's not that long ago. It's two bachelors ago. Somebody yeah. who, you know, has has kind of become a figure in the world of the bachelor that is really about mental health and and has talked very openly about his struggles with mental health as a result of the things these producers did to him on the show. And they just keep doing it. So even in the the kind of like facade of we're trying to make the show better and look, we're supporting charity. She's reading these things. They're shitting on Clayton Eckerd in that. It still like undercuts all of what they're saying they're doing, getting rid of Mike Fleiss and treating people better and all of the shit. And they're just I would not say that this is a direct attack on Clayton. I bet they're not even really thinking about it. No, exactly. It's not a direct attack. They're not thinking about it. That's the problem. They're not thinking about it. They don't give a fuck. You think there's more people than you and I and maybe Clayton who see this as who see that dichotomy and are like, whoa, they have her do nice tweets, they had him do mean ones? I don't think there's probably, you know, a ton of people who are looking at this overtly like we are and really breaking it down. But yeah, it hits you on a sub-psychological level, that shit. You still have memories fucking kicking around in there. If you saw Clayton Eckerd reading those shitty tweets about himself, that's still kicking around in your brain. And then you hear the Clayton Sucks song, that's still kicking around in your brain. And then you see what's going on with Charity, it's Look, just a different thing. You know what I mean? If a child army comes out during her limo exits and sing a song that Charity doesn't suck, then yeah. I will think it's a direct attack. 
Okay. We'll see. I, I'm not putting that past them. They might be able to. Do I don't that. think they. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. I'm hopeful, but I'm still in after 2023. We're halfway right. through. I'm. I'm trying. Maybe this is just you know pace case after a couple days of vacation. Mm-hmm. I've got the the glisten in my eye. I'm getting the getting the itch for another season, but yeah. No, I have the itch too. I always do. That's never going to go away. Have an itch. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Look, today is, uh, we're recording this on June 1st. It will come out on June 2nd. We are in the new month that is going to have the premiere Bachelorette. I'm insanely excited for it. Don't fucking get me wrong. I love our beloved game. That's why we call it our beloved game. But I also (laughs) like to analyze every fucking piece of it. And right now, this promo, to me, was like it's a primary thing to be analyzed because what does it, it is mean? a primary thing to be analyzed it's- i i think it means look charity's good she deserves love that's of course yeah that's what this is giving but the subtext of it all to me cannot be ignored and i agree with you i think the the bachelor producers and whoever's doing their promotions and stuff are just fucking oblivious. They don't give a shit. They're just churning out as much of this content as they can because yeah. their boss gave them a deadline and that's that. But yeah, when you're okay, really we need this many reels, we need right. whatever. Here's the material you can use. Yeah. But when you analyze this shit as we do over the course of the long history of the game and what they've done to other leads, it just to me, when I saw it, all I thought was, has Clayton Eckerd seen this and what is he thinking? Hmm. I'll have to ask him at any rate i think like i just feel like this is what we've been asking for you yeah. know we've been asking for them to build up the leads so far it seems like they're trying to build her up yeah but with with generic nothings it's yeah. just it might as well at this point be like a an ai avatar i just don't know who charity lawson is I don't really know what the angle of this season is. It's like they've got her on a throne and there's a bunch yeah, of roses just, around. She's just a sweet queen. Sweet queen, reading her sweet tweets from a golden throne. Um, I, I have no idea who she is as a bachelorette. Like what the identity of the season is to me is, is not present in any of this. Whereas mm-hmm. if you go back, even I would even say, I know we talk about the Katie Thurston promos a lot as being bad and they were. They gave the season an identity at the very least. It was like, what the fuck is this? It's like shit is a little yeah. off. You know what I mean? You went Or into when that. the hand grazes through the cornfield for Prince Farmington. <laughs> These well, that, are the promos I remember. <laughs> yes. That was a beautiful promo. It's also that was a direct reference to Russell Crowe's roughly 2002 uh, Oscar winning movie Gladiator. He used to do that. He would mm-hmm. put his hand in the fucking corn before he went to kill but um, I, I agree with you. All of these, these other promos that we're talking about, they give a real sense of identity to whoever that lead was. Remember the Hannah Brown one? She was like in a beautiful enchanted forest. It was like a fairy tale princess. Yes. It clearly she stamps. she takes like, this the top of the dress off. She's wearing a pantsuit. She's wearing pants. Yeah. She's not the Cinderella. Great. Who knows? God, She's Hannah great. Beast. It was great. They should have had yes. her like... Uh, Growling. They should have like really played up the Hannah Beast thing. That would have been funny. Make I like wish we Kong knew thing. anything about charity and then we could give suggestions. Yeah. But I just, the promos, 
it's a different department than the people making the show. So I don't really tend to give it anything. You remember the Bad Judge promos? Oh, my God. That Terrible. was I, I still think back about that, whatever week it was, um, where we were all in the writer's room. And they even asked us. The, the promo department asked yeah, the writer's we, we room <laughs> for ideas to do these little promos for the sitcom that was about to come out. And they were going to put like one of them in the Super Bowl and shit. Cause I think the Super Bowl was on NBC that year. And, uh, we came up with all these great ideas. Guess how many they used zero. We even rewrote the scripts they had. They didn't use yeah. the rewrites. They just went with the exact shit they already had. That was all terrible. I mean, it was unreal. That's what I mean. I'm just saying it's like, these are different it's a different department and I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to not judge the season based off of it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I totally agree with you. I'm not judging the season based off of it either, but like for us, people who are in the fucking pit where it's like Mm -hmm. any little morsel we get, that's what we're surviving on until the seasons come out. Like, of course we're going to fucking scrutinize this. And I, I mean, I can't help but draw the conclusion that like they just, are steamrolling over Clayton Eckerd. At any rate, uh, <laughs> that's the state of the game. We got this new promo. We are, you know, weeks away, three weeks away, gener- uh, relatively speaking, give or take a day or two there, from Charity Lawson's uh, premiere. Can't fucking wait for and it. And we are going to do the Instagram breakdown, well, the social media breakdowns for the rookies on the two Mondays before her season starts. So part one and part two. Yeah. So that'll be in, in like a week and a half. Yeah. Not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after and the Tuesday after that, we'll have our Instagram breakdowns of all of the incoming rookies. Can't wait to start going through these Instagrams. Mm -hmm. But speaking of Instagrams, let's move on to the next portion of our program where we're talking about this week in All right, so we got no uh, Instagram ratings to speak of just yet on our beloved game. But as we said... TV ratings. What's that? TV ratings? No TV ratings or Instagram gains, yeah. You said Instagram ratings. It's all the same to me. Numbers are numbers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just math. Uh, But we have been watching season two of The Ultimatum on Netflix. And I just wanted to go through... Some of these gains. This show now has eight episodes out, I believe. Uh, The first four dropped last Wednesday. And the next four dropped two days ago, Wednesday. So these uh, players have been on television for two weeks. I want you to keep Mm -hmm. that in mind. That That would be night one and the first regular season game of Bachelor. Two weeks these players have been on television. Again, this is ultimatum. Another kinetic show, not Love is Blind, not their biggest show. Here we go. Sam and Ozzy are the uh, kind of worst Instagram players, if you want to put it that way. Sam came into the game with 653 followers, now at 4,728. That is in in this one-week period, Mm -hmm. a 4,075 Instagram follower gain. Sam's original partner, Ozzy, had 519 followers coming in. The and lowest is now, going in. Yeah, lowest going in and is now at uh, 2,899, which was a gain of 2,380. 
that is where the kind of mundane uh, gains end. Everybody else is doing very impressive shit in this. You've got Xander and Vanessa came in as a couple. Xander came in. This is also an interesting couple to talk about because Xander and Vanessa had some social media accounts together that were erased before the show came out, including a YouTube channel and I believe a joint Instagram channel that was a travel vlog that had 38,000-something subscribers. Oh, and they zeroed they... the shit out. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what their game is exactly, but there is a game afoot with Xander and Vanessa. Nonetheless, huh. Xander came into the game with 3,974 followers this week gained 24,226, <laughs> is now at 28.2K oh in one week. God. Uh, and Vanessa, who is being positioned as something of a villain, came in with 1,690. She only gained 4,497 this week, but she's at 6,187. And we have, I believe, two or three more drops of these episodes before the season's over. Um, now we're going to start getting into some some of the, the bigger territory. Uh, Tiff and Mildred were a couple in the beginning of this. And and by the way, at this point, they're all back together. All the couples, they're in their second trial marriage phase. Um, Tiff came in with 5,434, gained 7,766 this week at 13.2K currently. Mildred had 2,250 when she came in, gained 8,750, is currently at 11K. So you are looking at uh, both of them now over 10K. Everybody, I believe, is over 10K except Vanessa, Ozzy, and Sam at this point, by the way. Then you go to Yoli and Mal. And now we get into some real crazy shit. Yoli came in with 2,984. Yoli gained 18,316, is currently at 21.3K. Mal came in with 6,981, gained 29.9K, is currently at 36.9K in a fucking week. Can you imagine seeing that type of a gain in the second week of bachelor season? Absolutely no. not. Does not fucking happen. Uh, but they're such strong players. Like, yeah, I'm not surprised. And especially if you're on this platform, Netflix, and you have this much character development, which yes, that show, like, you know, the character so well. Mm hmm. It's not surprising to me. And I and I really, I wonder if that's not part of it. It's like you don't get to know the people at all. There's Yes, it's 100% a part of it. It's like, why do I want to watch this person who I know nothing about? Yeah. They just don't um, get it. Then you got one final couple here, Ray and Lexi. And this is the big fish. Ray has, came in with 4,193 followers. This week gained 12.1K, is now at 16.3K. And then Lexi. Lexi was an influencer coming into this show. Lexi came into this show with 573,000 Instagram followers. In one week, Lexi has gained 46,000 Instagram followers. Lexi is now at 619K. 46,000 in the first week. Incredible. This I mean, Lexi even to me was the star. She was like, she feels like she's the person that we're watching from her yeah. point of view, at least they're villainizing the people that she's against. They're propping up the people that she's with Mal. Um, 
Uh, by the way, real quick, we did not issue this on our Patreon, but Mildred uses she, her pronouns, Tiff, they, them, Mal, she, they, Yoli, she, her, Sam, she, her, Ozzy, uses Ozzy only, Vanessa, she, her, Xander, she, they, Lexi, she, her, Ray, she, her. Just an FYI. So then I believe multiple of the players contradict all of those things or, or many of them. Some of the people that you were saying use they, them get called she, Mm -hmm. her on the show by other players. Well, they didn't introduce it, which is unusual. Like I I would think that would be something that they would focus on. I, or at least having Um, the Chirons. I I thought that. Yeah. So easy to put in the Chirons. Yeah. (laughs) At any rate, Uh, that's where you're at. And the host, Joanna Garcia Swisher came into the game. Dark Lord Swisher. Sorry, I called her Garcia. (laughs) I guess she got married. Dark Lord Swisher came in. 562k Dark Lord Swisher gained DLS. <laughs> Jesus Christ. DLS gained 6k this week, bringing her to 568k. So, n- not a huge gain. Uh, mm-hmm. DLS is barely even in this show. I don't even know why they, they have a host, honestly. But it's a strange. It's a strange choice, and they address it right up top. They're like, you're not queer, right? And she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but here I am, ready to yeah. help you navigate your queer relationships. <laughs> Barely, though. Like, she's not doing She's not in the show. Yeah, she kind of sat there at the table and, like, just kind of let it play yes. out. It's like, is in, there no I just did the, the episode of the next table where they all have to come and sit oh, down and, and whatever. They okay. play most of... Dark Lord Swisher's dialogue off face. Most yeah. of it is played over other players' faces. And I'm just like, why do they even have her there? Just have her fucking voice over it or something. Yeah, just have, an AI out, have her coming after. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, that's where we stand with this. And, uh, you know, we, we like to cover these other shows, especially when we're off season of our beloved game, just as a, a way to kind of compare the social media gains of these other shows that acknowledge social media exists that in some cases even allow it in the show. I mean, like everybody in ultimatum, for example, has their cell phones the whole time they're on them. They're doing shit. You had even a major plot point occur, uh, between Mm. Vanessa and Xander in one of the most recent episodes where Vanessa went into Xander's phone. (laughs) Wait, Spoiler. Yeah. It's not a huge spoiler. It's not a huge spoiler, but Vanessa went into Xander's phone and found out that Xander had still been um, on Instagram DMing with Yoli, who Xander was with in the first trial trial marriage. And now Xander is back with Vanessa. Vanessa found that Xander was DMing Yoli. Right. While Vanessa and Xander are now back together. And they're not allowed to be contacting them? No, they they can. But they, Vanessa was basically like, look... You're still fucking DMing Yoli, but we're supposed to be in this this trial marriage to see if like we have learned from the first trial marriage. So I would appreciate it if you mm. don't talk to Yoli while you and I are you know trying to work out our shit. At any rate, I'm just saying they very openly talk about Instagram and DMs and whatever, and it's mm-hmm. just there. They they treat social media as it actually is in our real world, an integral part of how <laughs> we all communicate with one another, yeah. not this. <laughs> This fucking horrible thing to be... You said the fucking word Instagram? Fuck you. Burn in hell. Well, this is actually something that we probably should have updated in our state of the game. But with these new Bachelorette promos, they are tagging the players' Instagrams. 
Unbelievable. Which we haven't seen. Yeah. Welcome so to 2010. changes afoot. <laughs> We're almost in the 2010s. Unbelievable. <laughs> They're really on top of it. Um, all right. That is all the gains that we have to discuss now. Let's move on to that portion of our program in which we discuss all of those luscious tids. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues. Uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills, you know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced, King Quinces, Okay, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Clues. Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they are both so comfortable. 
It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. This is... Bachelor Nation News. First up in Bachelor Nation News, the 25 incoming rookies for Charity Lawson's Bachelorette Season 20 have officially been announced. Right now, you can go to the official Bachelorette Instagram account and watch a reel with all the rookie hopefuls giving you their best parasocial gaze as they tell you their names and occupations. Their official bios are also up on the Bachelorette website. We will be, as Pesce said, doing deep dives into all their Instagrams in the two weeks leading into Charity's premiere on June 26th. Good luck to all of these bright-eyed rookies in our beloved game. Your suffering will be savored. <laughs> Up next in Bachelor Nation news, Bachelor Season 18, third place victim player and Bachelorette Season 19 crown, Andy Dorfman got married. The maker of love without being in love tied the knot with Beyonce Blaine Hart Wednesday, a year after he proposed. The couple made their union legal abroad in Sorrento, Italy, over the course of a three-day event in front of 75 family and friends at the Conca del Sango Beach Club. In attendance from the nation were none other than Bachelorette Season 16 second crown Tasha Adams, Perhaps the greatest night one player of all time, Hannah Ann Sluss, multiple Paradise Tour survivor Amanda Stanton, as well as Bachelor Season 18 co-star Kelly Travis, and that same season's ring winner, Nikki Farrell. Congrats to the woman many considered to be the first Bachelor influencer and her new husband. I thought this was a nice, nice bit of news. I'd like to see Dorfman yeah. out there in front of it again. Um, she was always an interesting figure to me. I, I feel like she really was kind of a turning point in the franchise that launched. Mm-hmm. Not villain the bachelors. The, the, yeah, I mean, it was she launched launched villain bachelors, but there were there was a a period of time we all recognize. I think Sean Lowe as the pinnacle of bachelor success. That was season seventeen. Then there was this period of time that I think Dorfman helped to usher in after she became like a true victim in that season eighteen. If you if you don't remember this. Definitely go back and watch it. Season 18 of The Bachelor is a pivotal season that I think set in motion everything that, that happened after it and got us to where we are now. But Dorfman was really... Bachelorettes. Dorfman What's that? And Cra- Cra- multiple bachelorettes on that season. Dorfman and Crawley. Yeah, Dorfman and Crawley, both victim players that season. Um, Crawley had to wait a little while, obviously, to wear her crown, but she did get it. <laughs> um, but coming out of that season, you had Dorfman being positioned as... Um, yes, a victim bachelorette, but she was also kind of like a badass lawyer. She, to our knowledge, yeah. she was the first player who who had a million Instagram followers. Might have been Bristow. It was either her or Bristow. Yeah, and those are back to back bachelorette know. seasons, ten and eleven. We don't know, but the first influencer thing, she definitely has a 
claim to as I think she talked about this that she did a hair a uh, hair tool ad after this and everyone was like what yeah people got and now pissed it's just like churning it out do 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 yeah everyone. exactly <laughs> toothpaste hair ties prenatal vitamins whatever like sell sell uh-huh. fucking anything and <laughs> yeah. everything you can is your does your baby have a sonogram then it can go to work something my <laughs> yeah but baby uh tanner no. I've always liked Andy Dorfman uh, in terms of her contributions to our beloved game. I will never forget, obviously, how could you make love to me if you weren't in love I thought with you me? Were gonna say, I, I thought you were going to say I, would, I could never forgive. <laughs> what? Oh, forgive her I for her I thought you were going to say I could never out? forgive her for her. No, I, like, I mean, what you, you know my feelings about the great one. In terms of his gameplay only. Let I me just know. make I that very heard, fucking clear. I haven't heard anything about it. You never talk about it. In terms of his gameplay. <laughs> I don't know the man personally. Obviously, we we see what he does and hear what he does on his podcast. You can feel however you want to feel about that. But what he did in the game uh, is something no one else has ever been able to even come close to achieving. And uh, Andy Dorfman was obviously instrumental in that. She was the bachelorette for his rookie season of play that he made it all the way to second place where he lost out to Josh Murray. And then they had to rekindle that rivalry on the burning sands of paradise. God damn, that was Andy a good did era. that phone call on the plane that someone overheard and told Reality Steve about. Yep. Iconic. And then he got pissed at Reality Steve about it. <laughs> I can't believe this guy. It started a rivalry for the ages. Yeah, it truly did. But, um. No, congratulations to Andy Dorfman. We we wish her nothing but the best, obviously, in her uh, her new marriage endeavor. Now, let's move on. The coiner of the term big body trash can, Aaron Clancy, is in the news this week. In a brilliant move, the SoCal phrase turner is finally capitalizing on one of his many catchphrases. That's nectar, which got a lot of screen time on last year's Bachelor in Paradise. On Tuesday, Clancy launched Trenton. a... Trenchant. Right. Uh, on Tuesday, Clancy launched a brand new Instagram page called Nectar the Label by posting a graphic of an unknown couple on the beach with the words Nectar coming soon. Clancy's other half, James Bonsall, reposted the account to his stories, telling his followers to go and support Clancy's new venture. The Nectar account then posted a sneak peek of coral pink shirts with a wave logo surrounded by text that reads, when you're itching for the waves, the only lotion is the ocean with the words print tests written on the shirts. So obviously Clancy here is launching some kind of an apparel label. We wish Clancy success on the launch of this new clothing brand. And we extend an offer to do a clothing collab with Gore anytime you want. Love the coral. Me Beautiful. too. Beautiful. Looks great on a tanned skin too. It has a very ocean. 80s kind of vibe, neon-y kind of colors. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I'm curious to see how well this does. Um, you know, it would be yeah. very cool to Is he going to be back? On Paradise? This season? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Clues, tell, you tell this. me. I'm going to tell you this. Just wink if it, he is. <laughs> if you're down in the pit long enough, and you're down in the pit deep enough, information just starts coming to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Through channels that you can't even <laughs> truly understand or fathom. It may be supernatural <laughs> at this point. Some kind of paranormal telepathy. Maybe you're here. doing the uh, brain. What was it you were doing? Astral projection. Brain... Astral projecting. Right. Quantum Maybe you're astral projecting. That's where. I like going. you laugh at this shit. This shit is real. 
Okay. FBI why? uses fucking remote locators to try and find like kidnap victims then, and shit. Why don't you? Uh, I don't know. Get us some some cool thing. Huh? Get us a present from your astral projecting. I'm trying. Something cool. I am. Well, then how is it working? If you're... <laughs> okay. motherfucker, you got to train up. You can't just like go into it and then immediately be like a astral projection expert. I'm okay. learning. All right. So anyway. Um, <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Clancy on sand. Oh, Clancy on sand. Yes. What I was going to say was, um, you know, we we did some kind of a prediction or like rumor mill about who's going to be on Paradise. I will say this. From my information that I believe is probably accurate, there's going to be a lot of returning people, including Hell some yeah. leads. Including some leads. I'm all about it. Give us a, yeah. give us established characters. It makes sense if his clothing company is coming out now, then he can like wear it on sand and I I mean, there's something with paradise it. that I think they're fucking up with to be honest. I think like what? if you get in paradise, I think you should get 3 seasons. Like period. If you wind up on paradise, <laughs> you're in for 3 seasons. And unless you get unless in a relationship. you find love, yeah, right, exactly. If you find love, oh, you think they should commit to a three-year contract? <laughs> yeah, and and the producers should honor it as well. Okay, that it's like you get three tries at this, and then you can kind of build up. Like, oh fuck, do I want to go away with this person, or maybe you get in a relationship, but paradise is rolling around. Do I want to go do it again? So it's not like people are sitting around waiting for the invites and who's going to be on it and blah 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 and negotiating and shit. Lock them into a three year deal, and and again, it's because you get that the return of these characters. It's like you're saying we already you have call a it lot. The Bukowski. Sure, maybe. Was he on it the three Crowley, times? Stanton. Who was on the most times? Jesus. Bukowski was on five seasons. Who was? Chris Bukowski. Not of Paradise. No, but he was on five total seasons. But I don't wasn't know. one of the seasons where he tried to crash? One of them is like... And they were like, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so does that count? He was in like one episode I for 15 it. seconds. All right. Yeah, I think he was on two Paradises. At any rate, I'm just saying it would be interesting to... Or maybe you give him only two seasons, whatever. But it would take some of the guesswork out of like, who's going to be in Paradise and blah, 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 blah. And it gives the audience something to look forward to. Oh, fuck. They're going to be back next season. You know? It gives you that ability to latch onto mm-hmm. a character and follow them a little more. At any rate, uh, let's move on. So you think he will be? That's the final Clance? clues prediction? Yeah. I, he made last it, season. It, 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 like, if you can take yourself back there for a second, he was the star of Last Bachelor in Par- Paradise right. season. And that would be his third season on Paradise. Yeah. This I don't know. Look, I this is what I think about Clancy uh, in Paradise. Didn't he have a girlfriend for a minute? So maybe not. Know. But also, like, he's launching a clothing brand right now. I know that other people have gotten disinvited from Paradise by doing brand for deals. For doing that? For doing, like, brand deals with oh, other Oh, yeah. Um, the strong man. The strong man. <laughs> the man... Bennett Andrew Jordan got disinvited because he promoted some shoes. Right. Yeah, and that wasn't even his own brand, the strong man. <laughs> okay. Well, he was the cringe king for a minute. Muscles? Yeah. He uh, is, he's well, always very no, flexed. I 
I I wish we could have seen him, but I do love him with the yogi lady. Yeah, me too. I think they're great. They're a cool couple. Okay, let's move on. Sorry for that derailment. Up next, Sebastian Nation News. I'm not sorry. Neither am I. We are switching gears from uh, Bachelor Nation to Love is Blind Nation. Season 3, Alter Dumper Bartise Bowden had viewers questioning his timeline when he announced that he had a son last April. Immediately on the heels of Love is Blind Season 3, Bowden then appeared in Kinetic's all-star show Perfect Match, leaving many to wonder when he would have possibly had the time to sire a child outside <laughs> of his busy reality TV dating schedule. <laughs> On Monday, he shared the specifics of his new role as a dad, including his relationship with his son's mother, Olivia Gross, on his Talker podcast, saying, I did Love is Blind, I did Perfect Match, I had a son, and the timeline of all that, how it plays out, like on camera, doesn't make any sense. What actually happened was, I filmed Love is Blind, I actually had a whole relationship between Love is Blind and Perfect Match, filmed Perfect Match, came back, conceived a son. Bowden says he conceived his son after filming both of the Netflix reality TV shows. The Netflix star then decided to keep the pregnancy under wraps for the sake of his son and Gross, with whom he has a co-parenting relationship despite not being together. Aside from her name, little is known about Gross, who currently resides in Texas and is private on all social media. Um, yeah, this was interesting. I remember when this story first popped off and it was like, wait a minute, what? He, he's been shooting these <laughs> shows like basically the whole year. When did he fucking have time for this? But here he explained it. And finally, in Bachelor Nation news, a big happy birthday to Anna Redman, who started her 28th trip around our dying son on Monday. Happy birthday. I love Anna Redman's parasocial play. She's I do consistently too. high quality. I do too. And I always have felt bad for her after I learned that the entertaining men for money that that was, was an impression it was her doing an impersonation of a producer oh, God. isn't that nuts yeah i mean that's got to be a producer tactic you just <laughs> did you hear what that person said about so-and-so yeah oh yeah they said xyz anyway yes moving that's on. it for the news of our nations today Moving on to the portion of our program in which we discuss all of the most important plays in the parasocial world. This is... The Parasocial Play, 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 Play of the Week. The students of the bachelor class at DePaul made one last farewell TikTok, including pictures of over 15 bachelor players they got to talk with and, clues in myself, set to the song I'll Always Remember You by Hannah Montana. <laughs> we'll always remember you too. We Every love their semester. dedication <laughs> to our beloved game and their contributions to the parasocial plays that they have contributed to this arena. Let me just ask Part you this, of the larger before, game. before we talk about this next parasocial play, did you mm -hmm. at any point when it was you, me, and the phantom member of Gore, Erica Amundsen, uh, <laughs> sitting, sitting on my couch in my living room, smoking weed and eating pizza, did you ever think that you would be doing a an academic talk at DePaul University about the Bachelor? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I I didn't. You did. Why Fuck didn't you yeah. tell me? <laughs> I did you at some point. You also projected that? 
No. I was just like, once we started really seeing it as the sport that it was, and we started kind of talking about like, should we do a podcast about this? I was like, uh, I could see the the expansion of it, like where it would go. Yeah. And that I eventually, feel like you've like, always known we would have success, whereas I did not. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in... Um three body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven day routine tighter skin or your money back get a 15 percent discount code by using the discount code game that's fiber skincare if you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor viewing parties i'm gonna let you in on a little secret i found the personalized the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge, so if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. <laughs> Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses sweaters candles the dreaded bathrobe unfortunately mother's day gifts can be a little predictable and boring that's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages my mom loves hers i'm throwing pictures of skabooli and our cat up there she's laughing she's texting me he's so cute i wish i could meet him cute. 
It's the next best thing to to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Well, uh, I consider inclusion in academia and talking about reality television and bachelor to be one of like the the highest points of this whole project to me i absolutely loved it yeah so it's it's one of our original goals you know yeah so thanks to the the depaul class good job pace case um on to the next pair of social play the pizza king returns the ultimate viking clay necker may have found the perfect sponsor In one of his latest reels, he declares that as the pizza king, he finally got a pizza sponsor, Solo Stove, and is going and is giving one away to someone who tags a pizza loving friend. His pizza kingdom is rising and we are hoping we win the giveaway. We're in the giveaway. (laughs) This video has 92.2k views. (laughs) I tagged at Graceland Parks and I thought about tagging Ari Leyendijk, but I didn't. I chickened out. Oh, nice. He's the only um, person I know who loves pizza as much. And well, no. I mean, Josh Murray. We just talked about him. You don't remember that motherfucker? Mm. All he ate okay, on Paradise was you pizza. Should vote. You should comment and tag him. Yeah. I remember making memes of replacing Amanda Stanton's face with a pizza. <laughs> remember that? I remember this. And her children were pizzas, yeah. too. <laughs> I made one of, of uh, <laughs> Josh Murray making out with a pizza. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wow. You know what? what an era. You know what I might do? I've been trying to train myself on AI. You know what I might do? I might go back and start taking some of my old memes and remaking feed them, them with AI. Yeah, feed them into the computer. See what yeah. happens. I might. We'll see. I think All they'll right. like that. Yeah, that'd be kind of a fun exercise. Well, go tag your pizza-loving friend in Clayton's Reel. Well, actually, don't, because I don't want the competition. I want the stove. Okay. I won't. <laughs> Thanks. Charity Lawson, our next bachelorette, let it be known she's one month away from our screens for her second chance at love. On this TikTok, the caption reads, this time I'm in charge. Set your DVRs, grab your wine, gather, and collect yourselves. Hashtag, well not, no, emoji of a rose, emoji (laughs) of a crown, hashtag the bachelor, hashtag the bachelor, hashtag bachelor nation. TikTok has 16.3K views, 2K likes. Y'all go follow Charity. We need to get these numbers up. I want to see Charity Lawson hit a million so bad, and I just don't think yes. it's going to happen. But fuck, I'd love it too. It I'd love it okay. too. It could. But what do we need to do to make it happen? <laughs> we need other producers on The Bachelor who like social media and understand how to use I it. I think we should. Start <laughs> we do that. Some par- I think we come up with some parasocial plays she could do. For okay, that's all she needs. She yeah. should just go viral. I mean, trying to do it through The Bachelor, I don't know if we can. Yeah. What could she do right now, right before her season's about to come out, 
Like I do feel like her her biggest kind of uh, it's not a problem. I guess it's just kind of like how the show is arranged. It's like we're saying we don't really know who she is. She needs to make like something I think hardcore that is very specific about like whatever something yeah. is she loves to do, some like an activity or a food she likes or anything like that. Yeah, just something Show to like glom onto. Some sort of food or playing a some sort of sport or yeah. or make videos with the brother. Mm. I would I would be making videos yeah. with that. Get brother. him in potentially. You know what I'd love to see from her. Tutorial mm-hmm. videos on some of the harder dungeons in Zelda twirl Tears of videos? the Kingdom. What's a twirl video? Tutorial. T- a tutorial. You want her to do Dungeons and Dragons tutorials? No, Dungeons in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the biggest video game in the world. Dungeons in... <laughs> the biggest video game in the world. It's not Pogo? Uh no, it is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda. Okay, yeah. but it's the traditional Zelda character, right? Uh yeah, it's Zelda Link, Ganon, plus some other new ones. It's a revolutionary, uh, like groundbreaking game. At any rate, Why? let's move on. What's that? What is the? Is there a format of it that's different or something yeah they the thing that is like really the big groundbreaking thing they did is they they put this mechanic in it where you can basically pick up any object in the world and like glue it to other objects and build anything you want out of it so you can build like giant cars or rocket you can build all kinds of crazy shit and you can basically attack any kind of problem in the game in a limitless amount of ways so you can solve the same hmm. problem like it, there, there are all kinds of videos online about people being like, well, I had to, you know, we have to get up to the top of this mountain or whatever. And then like a hundred different people will do it a hundred different ways and it all works. Mm, that's It's cool. fascinating. At any rate, you build a sorry for the derail. Up the mountain. Well, that's one idea, Charity. You could do that or. Yeah, start playing Zelda. <laughs> I mean, if she started playing Zelda and like did face and camera thing, that would probably go viral. I agree. Honestly, yeah. Totally agree. So any of these options, just, you know, I would say take take some more risks. Yeah. Diablo 4 is coming out on June 6th. Maybe mind, she can start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. In my mind, she's pretty untouchable, like, the in terms of the producers. I think yeah. she can kind of do whatever she wants. So this is her moment to really go for whatever it is. I agree. Maybe you even make a video that shows a picture of um, Chris Harrison and then she draws a big red X on his face and then it's a picture of Mike Fleiss and a big red X on his face (gasps) and she goes, this show is mine now. Yes. I'd like something like that. At any rate, we wish Charity well. We hope that she um, continues to make interesting parasocial play. I'm curious (laughs) to see what she does. And I think we should keep coming up with ideas for her, I think. Sure. I like and that. maybe they'll get to her. I don't know. Every once in a while, we do put out a little parasocial idea mm-hmm. that seems to get through and, and becomes real. Yeah. I've so manifested we'll see. some. So. Absolutely. Um, but moving on, we also have Jessica Gerard. She revealed on Instagram stories using the song August by Taylor Swift that, in quotes, fun fact, whenever I was having a mentee bee on the show... <laughs> producer it's a mental breakdown my producer would play this song to me this song 
uh, my producer would play this song to me down, lol. To calm um, me down. To calm me down, sorry. Sorry. Um, and then it's a picture, of course, of Taylor Swift uh, singing her song. Goddamn, that's funny. Menti B. All strong plays. We love a menti. <laughs> we love a solution to a menti B. However, there can only be one winner. Our parasocial play of the week goes to also, also Jessica Garrod. She made a second astounding Taylor Swift play via TikTok this week. In this video, she shows herself at Taylor Swift's Eras concert under the caption, I'd like to publicly thank the witch in Estonia who used that fire pit to get me here. The TikTok has 34.2K likes, 287K views. The video covers all your bases, the Swifties, the witches, the manifestors, and most importantly, the nation. While her candle may have gone out on that Estonian group date, her parasocial flame burns bright. Absolutely beautiful. And uh, we have a couple of parasocial creature plays to mention. The first is in a birthday post to his girlfriend, Anna Redman. Chris Bukowski, the journeyman, posted a snap of the couple <laughs> holding an unknown dog. Congratulations. But the winner <laughs> of this week's Parasocial Creature of the Week goes to Charlene Joint and her husband, Andy, holding two precocious baby goats in a cute photo on the set of Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Doesn't get any better than this. Congratulations to Charlene Joint. One of the greatest players who's ever lived, and her husband Andy, uh, and these I, baby goats. I've heard that Bachelor in Paradise Canada is strong. If anyone is able to watch it, I've heard that as and well. She is the host. Unfortunately, I live in the United States and have no access. Now let's move on to that portion of our program in which Pace Case and I descend to the bottom of the pit and issue forth our screams. This is screams from the pit. So you may have noticed I've been gone for the last two episodes of Game of Roses. My scream is regarding this. I was on vacation in Mexico, and I did something I have never done in my life. I stayed at an all-inclusive resort. Have you ever done that? Uh, Yeah, it was hell on earth. Well, I kept thinking, speaking of hell on earth, about how it was like Bachelor in Paradise, where you can order whatever food and drink you want. However, I did sleep indoors and Mm. was not filmed the entire time to cause my own suffering. So I guess it differed in that way. But Mm. I did keep thinking about it. And I was like, I should just order all the things that they always get on Bachelor in Paradise, like chicken nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets, chicken quesadilla, (laughs) chicken tenders. (laughs) Yeah. Chicken pizza. Nice. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, that was my scream. It was also a little white lotus. It was it was. Mm The feeling of like seeing the same people at like every restaurant that you go to every day. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. When I did it, it was, I forget where we went. It was a family trip. I was in my early 30s to Mexico. And um, my parents informed me when we arrived that I was sleeping in their room with them. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'll just get my own room. And so I go to the front desk to get my own room and it's completely booked. No other rooms. Oh and I'm like, oh, God. Jesus. So I'm sleeping on a couch and my parents are sleeping in a bed oh next to God. me. Okay. This sounds They're like maybe snoring. not the resort's fault. 
No, no, it had nothing to do with the resort. It was, it was my family. Uh, my parents are snoring, both of them, like in opposition to one another. So there's constantly somebody is exhaling and somebody is inhaling. They're doing it like, you know, uh, like in a conjunction duet. with one another. I got violently sick and um, was forced to swim with dolphins despite having like a 103 degree fever. <laughs> But I did like swimming with the dolphins. That was part of my highlight. You were forced to swim with dolphins. Yeah. Anyway, that's not I my screen. I swim with dolphins. I highly recommend it. Anybody who has that opportunity, it's. I know that there's, uh, you know, it's shitty that they like keep the dolphins and stuff. But um, oh, goddamn, like pet dolphins. Are, are they? I don't know. Prisoner dolphins. You tell me. But, but um, I mean, you didn't go out in the middle of the ocean. You're saying. No, it was in the ocean, but the, it's like in an enclosure that they had built as part of this this like kind of uh sea worldy type of place it wasn't sea world though it was like whatever it was anyway magical experience nonetheless um my scream however has nothing to do with this my scream has to do with a meme i made or a series of memes i made i should say um i i was informed by several people via dm that in the higher learning subreddit people were asking me to make memes of dark lord harrison as soup kitchen which is what van lathan calls him because he made a joke about when uh you know he got fired because of the racism thing he made a joke that rachel Lindsay sent him to the soup kitchens basically that he's out of a job right so i proceeded to make uh all these memes using ai of, of dark lord harrison with his head floating in a bowl of soup soup getting dumped on him carrying a giant bowl of soup all these different soup memes whatever and I tagged Higher Learning and I tagged Van Lathan in it. And a lot of people also did in the comments, tagged Van Lathan. And uh, this past week, guess who fucking commented on my goddamn memes? Dark Lord Harrison. Hell no. That would be astounding. Um, but no, not Dark Lord. Try again. Van Lathan. It's Van Lathan. <laughs> he commented this. Uh, crying laughing emoji like 20 of them and then it just says all caps the kitchen exclamation exclamation the kitchen <laughs> so i i did something that hopefully so brought funny. a little joy to van lathan's day and uh wow, that's a good scream god it totally fucking is it totally is i loved it i absolutely love the ability to be able to make some weird little fucking bachelor related thing and it reaches this higher echelon of somebody that I consider to be like truly like a comedic genius. I think that guy is mm -hmm. one of the funniest fucking people on the planet. And I had the ability to like make some stupid little fucking pictures that made him laugh for a second. Outstanding. Yeah. Loved it. The memes were so good too. Like, especially like just the first one. I'm like, I want to watch this show. It kind of looks like some sort of like Pixar movie. The soup kitchen ones. Like, yeah. Like claymation, <laughs> like, I mean, some of them are a little bit more scarier. Yeah. But yeah. The Dark Lord Soup. This man who loves soup. Yeah. Well, well those are congrats, our screams. Please. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good job. Thank you. Um, those are our screams. Now we're going to listen to another scream. If you would like to submit your very own screams to Game of Roses to be played here on Twibbon, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You're going to then get access to the Discord. And then you are going to upload a one minute or under scream to the screams channel in our discord and dark seeker goes through them all. We play the best ones here today. We are playing one from Ada Nielsen 23. Here we go. 
Hi, Peace Case and Bachelor Clues. Alicia here. And oh my God, boy, do I have a scream for you. So my mom runs a small women's boutique in Denver called Never Pay Retail. And a few weeks ago, she called me really excited because she got to help a woman buy six outfits for her son's wedding. My mom loves helping women buy outfits for weddings. She loves an event. And I was like, oh, cool, whatever. That's awesome, mom. Cut to today, I get a call from her and she says, Alicia, you will never believe it. You know that woman who I helped the other week? The one that got six outfits? It was Colton Underwood's mother and her outfit was featured in People magazine. So naturally, we both start freaking out because we've both been longtime viewers of the show. Like we've watched most seasons together, including Colton's. Anyways, it was such a wild moment and I knew I needed to share with you all. The pit truly does provide. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Alicia, thank you for the scream. It's beautiful, 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 beautiful scream. Beautiful, pretty, pretty standard pit provides. Pretty standard dark powers, dark magic in the bottom of the pit. You'll <laughs> manifest things in your life when you least expect it exactly like this. Um, this is simply what the pit does. I don't know how else to explain it. And... <laughs> I know we've already talked about astral projection <clears throat> on this very program to some degree, but I do think that there's a lot about reality we don't understand as a species, and I think shit like this is, I, I don't know, we, we you know, people talk about the power of attra- or laws of attraction and uh, the secret, uh-huh, you know, manifesting, manifesting shit like this, but this yeah. isn't even a manifestation. This isn't like her mom was sitting around being like, I hope Colton Underwood's mother comes in and needs right. six outfits. This no, just this fucking happens. This is just a pit providing. Yes, exactly. It's when you are, are strongly associated with something, shit that has to do with that thing just starts coming into your world. At least that's how I perceive it. It's yeah. happened to us. This or type maybe of shit has happened to like, us. I mean, yeah, it has. It really has for us. Uh I'm just picturing it's like, okay, who is this mom? Maybe she watched The Bachelor with her daughter and like Mm -hmm. the dress type or something kind of infused. So then she started making this dress type that appeals to a certain person. I don't know. (laughs) No, it's it's just like of all the people that Colton Underwood's mom could have had help her get these outfits. Why did it have to be somebody who was in the fucking pit? Because it couldn't have been any other way. It couldn't have been any other way. We are, I think, the dark magic at the bottom of the pit is starting to alter reality. It, at the very least, is starting to fuck with probabilities, with likelihoods. You okay, you know bud? No, I'm fucking great. <laughs> How you doing? I don't know. All right. Well, that wraps up our program for today. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this week in Bachelor Nation. We will be back next I'm week. Good. I have a dog now. Oh, yeah, that's true. A dark energy dog. A pit puppy. How dare you? Luca Tony is a good girl through and through. Thank you all for joining us. And until next week, what is that drawback? It's been 7,739 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. 
Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then 